Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Hi. <laughs> Good morning. Um, I know I said that I would be going live today with Nicole Mason. And unfortunately, Nicole cannot be here today uh, because her power is out. Super bummed and bummed for her because hello, like, I don't know how you live without power. So uh, hopefully that will be up and running for her soon. And we're going to reschedule that ASAP because her interview is going to be fire. I am so freaking excited to introduce her to you guys. Um, we were introduced by a mutual friend slash my previous business coach, Gabby Abrams. And, um, Nicole's story is freaking awesome. So I'm, um, this live, obviously I didn't just get on here to waste you guys time and talk about an interview that didn't happen today. So I wanted to still get on here <laughs> and add some value today. And, um, you know, it kind of just, it came to me of like, okay, what could we talk about? What should we talk about this week? Um, as we lead up, we gear up to get ready to, uh, launch the badass wives club in January. And for all of you future members, I have a really exciting and returning members. I have a really exciting announcement when Nicole and I go live. So stay tuned for that. Um, but also because holidays are here, stress is usually pretty high. Lots of exciting things, lots of good things happening for most, um, but it can also be a really high stress time and kind of just occurred to me that one thing I really found value in within my own marriage and a big key component to what I do with my clients is what's your part in your marriage. Right. And most, most of the time we're like, well, I, I know, I know my part, I know, you know, but, but he needs to do X, Y, Z. And if he would do this then I would feel this way. And the point of this conversation, if you saw the caption is what is your marriage saying about you? This can be such a, a missed opportunity for, especially during this time, right? Because when we're under pressure is when we really find out what we're made out of. And, uh, and, uh, just like, have you guys ever heard of the, uh, the story where the woman's holding a cup of, of coffee and a man bumps into her and she spills the cup of coffee and, uh, the, the, the parable or the story is basically like, now, why did she spill the coffee? And it's, oh, because the man bumped into her and it's like, no, because there was coffee in her mug. So he's like, she can't, she can't spill water. She can't spill. You know what I mean? You're going to spill what she was bumped. Yes. But she spilled coffee because she was holding coffee in her cup. So the analogy, the picture behind this is 
whatever's inside you is going to come out, especially under times of stress or hardship or difficulties. And is that the best version of yourself? And the cool part about this conversation is it's not necessarily a matter of like, okay, yeah, like judge yourself, right? Like just beat up on yourself even more than you already do. Cause ladies, I know I talk to y'all and, and myself too, right? It's like, we're all really hard on ourselves. Um, so here's, here's the thing though. I want to help you learn how to look within, right? Because oftentimes we are so hard on ourselves. It's painful to look within and say like, okay, what does this mean about me? And nine times out of 10, we end up just avoiding that and go like, we look to the dude who pushed us we look to our husbands. We're like, well, he irritated me. Well, he wasn't being helpful. Well, he didn't, he, I was sad and he didn't come for me the way I wanted him to. Right. It's so easy for our minds to go there. It's so easy for our minds to immediately just go to what the, the, the cause the so-called cause of how we are feeling. And it's, and it is so easy to just blame it on him rather than say, you know, I wonder why I feel this way. If, if we questioned ourselves, right. So what is your, what are you learning about yourself in your marriage? And this was really good because, and also if you're new to this group, I always want to make sure that I'm, I'm letting you guys know to post along as I go with, if you're watching the lives, if you're catching the replay, hashtag replay, just put hashtag replay. So I know who's watching it, but also, I mean, and most importantly that you're finding value in this, feel free to comment what you like, you know, ask questions, just like you're watching it live and I can come back and interact with you. It also helps me understand that I'm giving you stuff that you actually want to hear more of. It helps me know that I'm giving you value and what to focus on in my future life. So please feel free to do that. Um, now back to what you're learning about yourself in your marriage, right? This is like, what is your marriage saying about you instead of focusing in on him and what he needs to change to make your marriage better because we can't change that. Right. Um, what is it about us? What can we learn about ourselves? And I actually made a list for you guys because, you know, I got to be open with y'all. Um, and I made a list of the things I learned about myself in my marriage. Turns out I was actually pretty entitled. Um, I am not as selfless as I thought I was. Uh, I thought I was a really selfless person. Actually, it was like, I was really up on my high horse with my selflessness and turns out I'm, I'm not <laughs> when, when I really get to the heart of it. I'm really not because selfless selflessness, when you're certain, it means serving someone else without expecting or needing anything in return. Right. And while I was great at, you know, giving and serving and doing all the things I needed to do or thought I needed to do as a wife and a mom. Um, those were all of my selfless acts, by the way, in my head at that time. And, uh, it turns out I really required a lot of appreciation and I expected that's my entitlement. I expected a lot of appreciation for all the things that I was doing. 
Um, and I felt resentful if I didn't get them. That's not selfless guys. So sorry for those of you who, uh, just had that light bulb moment. It's a tough one, but it's okay. We are human. We can improve and grow. Awareness is the first step to recovery. Okay. <laughs> first step. Second step is action, right? So it's, it's not enough to just, I want you guys to take notes during this write down. Cause it's not enough. This is what happens with us, right? We're so freaking busy. We're, we're just driving around doing our thing and we're, we're listening to a podcast. We're watching a live, whatever. Right. And like, there's a million other things we're trying to do. Let's just get real. And if we're not, we're just sitting there listening and we'll maybe hear something. We'll go, Oh, wow. That was good. Oh, that was, that's, that's, I'm going to remember that. That's cool. And then 50,000 other things take place that day and the next day and the next day. And guess what? That thought just like is gone. So there is actual psychological proof that writing things down does help you keep it in your memory, but you want to take it one step further. And anything that comes to your mind is like, oh gosh, that's so me, or I really need to work on that. Right. That is that stuff and questions you can ask yourself of like, okay, what's my next move here? What's the action I'm going to take as a result of this inspiration I just got on Katie's live. So I can make my marriage actually better. So I can make myself better and my relationships better because inspiration does not cause change action does. Right. So anyways, off to the, now coming back to where I was, my ADHD brain and myself, I'm going to bring it on back <laughs> selflessness. That's where I was. Um, so no, I'm not that I'm not that selfless. turns out I'm, I'm pretty selfish by nature. I have to work very hard to be selfless. Um, and, uh, I thought, uh, I thought my strength was my mouth, how I spoke, my communication, um, and my quick wit. That was my strength is what I thought. And, um, it turns out that while I am a strong communicator, uh, for the most part, uh, I really, when, when evaluating what my marriage was telling me about myself, um, my communication was actually the worst thing that I had going for me in my marriage. It's funny now I can laugh at it now because I've done a crap ton of work to get better at that. And so thankfully now, and, um, one day soon, I'm gonna have my husband on here to, uh, to attest to this because <laughs> he told me the other day is true guys. I have proof, uh, that I've gotten a lot better at this, but at the time I, I knew that, like, I thought that was like my strength. I was the communicator. He clearly needed to work on his communication skills. It was not the other way around. Um, and actually when I was aware of like, wow, I don't communicate well with my husband. Right. In fact, I felt very justified in being very harsh with my words with him based off of how he was making me feel uh, another note. No one can make you feel any way that's your, your control, your choice. Right. Um, so that was my mindset for a long time, right? Like he was acting this, he made me feel this. And so I was hurt. And that's why I responded that way. Who wouldn't, you know, I, I let myself off a hook a lot, which is not strength, right? Um, 
this actually ties into my next thing that I learned about myself was that my marriage was drastically uh, lacking boundaries. And at the time, I didn't even know what a boundary was. Like I went through all this psych, like teaching and learning in my college, right? Human and family development major. I literally majored in how families interact, coexist, why they do what they do and how the family unit um, <laughs> uh, plays into how like each other's lives, how their development and attachment styles become who they are or shape who they are as humans, who we are as humans. I'm not above that. Me too. <laughs> and all of that, lo and behold, I still had no idea what a freaking boundary was or that my marriage was lacking them. Right. Uh, so all this time I'm like, I'm this, you know, strong, caring, loving, badass woman in my head. Um, and I was letting myself off the hook constantly, but it was made mainly due to a major lack of awareness because here's the thing. It's not like I was like out to hurt my husband. I wasn't like, I thought I was a selfless person because I was genuinely trying so hard to be a good wife, to be a good mom, to, um, to save my marriage, right. All of my efforts in telling my husband how to fix himself, you know, <laughs> hello, just like plan a date night. yo. just do what I tell you. Life will be so much better. <laughs> those, those were all like legit intentional, like efforts of mine to help our marriage. Right. But I was so unaware of how destructive I was going about them that it didn't matter. It was just tearing him down and tearing me down as a result, because he wasn't taking any action. And as a result of what I was communicating. So clearly, uh, in my head, it meant like he needed to do some work. This is also a really common complaint of why I get women say like, I can't imagine our marriage getting better if he's not involved in the process, right. When they're calling me and they're, they're wanting to talk to me about, um, the, my process and working with them, because I specialize working with women one-on-one. -on -one. And this is a really big complaint. It's like, how can you possibly transform a marriage if just one of the person is doing the work? Well, you're doing a certain type of work, which is the work and the most essential part of the work is how you want to be transformed how you want to show up every day. And it starts here. It starts with this list of what are, how are you showing up in your marriage? And is that the version of yourself that you want to be every day? No, not, not in, well, I mean, I could, if he would. Okay. If that's honestly the first thing that came to your mind, I really want to challenge you to take this seriously because that is a trap that will get you nowhere, but resentful, frustrated, and heartbroken because that mindset of, I can't be who I really want to be because my husband is a certain way. That's a total lie. So we need, we need to just strike that from the record as fast as possible. Um, you can be whoever you want to be regardless of how your husband responds. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand that it does 
in fact take two people to make a marriage work. Yes, he will have to love you, cherish you, and actually want to work on the marriage in order for that relationship to get better. But the point of this is if you are intentionally looking inward at yourself as how you can be better and do better in your life as a person, right? And you take a look at how you respond to your husband and things you could do better, naturally, I'm going to tell you right now, naturally your marriage will start to improve. That will happen. I know because I did it (laughs) and I've seen it and I help people do it every day. And it's like the coolest freaking thing. So this is just a part of what we need to start going through in the process to help identify I'm going to see how long we're going here, help identify what's our starting point. What's our next step, right? Because guys, the thing about your marriage is if it's telling you you're this angry, resentful person, if that's how you feel in your marriage, if you're taking that, you know, under the microscope and if your marriage, if you look like you're this happy go lucky, you know, version of yourself around everyone else, but in your marriage, right? Like your marriage is who you really are because anyone can put up a like happy go lucky attitude and like get along with people. They don't share parenting responsibilities with finances, with homes, with like, that's an easy relationship, right? So it's really easy. This is a really careful, like really sneaky lie that a lot of us tell ourselves myself included in my past is, you know, Um, when it comes down to this belief of like, I get along with everyone else, but my husband. So like, clearly he's got to be the problem. Right. Uh, (laughs) And I laugh because it's like, it's so true. It's so common in our heads. It's like, I mean, obviously like, like everyone else loves me at work and like my business and like, I'm awesome. And then my husband, like, so he clearly needs to get his stuff together. <laughs> Let me just check to see if there's any questions coming through on here. Um, no. So that's good. I, <laughs> that I laugh about that because it really, it's, it's so funny when we look at this and it's like, okay, yeah, you're, you're trying to do your life together with this person. And again, share all of those other responsibilities and they know you better than literally anyone else in your life. Maybe even your parents too, because hello, you guys have been living together now currently under the same roof and sharing responsibilities and family responsibilities for how many years. So they know you literally better than anyone else on this planet good and bad and ugly. And if you're showing up a certain way in that relationship, that is going to come through across the board at some degree on some element. Every woman I work with, which is why I love working with passionate, high-strung, kick-ass, badass women, um, because they are usually, this is a really common one, because they're usually striving in every other area of their life or really thriving in every area of their life. And then when they come to me, it's like, I don't understand because I'm kicking ass everywhere else, but like here I'm really struggling. And it is because you need to pay attention. We need to pay attention to how we are coming across in our marriage, because it is the mirror. It is the reflection of really who we are on the inside. 
because no one else is going to challenge us or even hurt us like our marriage. Yes. Hurt because, because they are so close because you care more about their opinion of you than anyone else. They also have the capability of being more hurtful than any other relationship you have. You have, you're at work and your business partner says something you're, you can let go, right? You can be like, Oh, well, maybe they didn't mean it, whatever. Or I don't care. Um, you, you, come home and your husband says something sideways to you and makes you feel like you're not valued in his eyes for all the work you do. And you're like through the roof pissed, right? That's not a rare thing, guys. That is normal because again, his opinion matters the most to you because he knows you more than anyone else. So this is all coming back down to, okay, what is your marriage? What are you learning about yourself in your marriage? What is it teaching you? So going back to, I also, I mean, I had positive things on my list that I learned about myself. Um, overall, I learned that like, I had a lot of good intentions and I wasn't just this like evil person who wanted to hurt my husband verbally. I was desperately grasping at straws, trying to, like I said, fix my marriage, but I was doing so poorly. And now because I have put forth the work, I can and am moving forward in such a better way with both of us in our marriage, in our communication, in our connection. So, um, uh, that I learned that about myself is that I'm not willing to give up on anything, especially my marriage and my family without trying absolutely everything and asking for anyone and everyone's help until I found the right way. And that's what I'd like to save you guys all the, uh, time and money and effort and energy and trying to discover because I've got that shortcut. <laughs> this is why I do what I do because I went through years of trying to figure out, okay, what's the right answer. And that is why I am a marriage coach because that's my specialty now. So, um, going on to the next thing was, um, I, I don't, I, I have to, I have to pursue God every single day of my life first in order to show up as the person I want to be every day. I have to. Um, and this is the thing growing up. And even in our earlier years of marriage, you know, we were always taught. We, it was always like within our small group, within our church, it was taught, like, you know, you always put God first and then your husband second, right? Like the thing is, is we miss that link of what does putting God first look like in our life? Cause putting God first in our life doesn't mean we like deprive ourselves from everything we need ladies. We need in order to show up as our best self exercise, water, health, vitality, which means sleep, nutrition, right? Like we need all of those things with the spirit of God actively living in us in order to treat our husbands with a selfless, loving attitude. And I have to do that every single day because I'm human and by nature, I am 
I'm selfish. So when I find myself, and this is true for my clients too, whenever we experience a setback or, you know, I'm talking to a client and they're like, gosh, I mean, I was doing so well. And then I swear this week, like he's just on my nerves. I just get so frustrated. I just don't know what's going on with, with me right now because I was doing great. Now I just feel like this is all just back to square one. And I will say, okay, well, what's your morning routine been looking like? And lo and behold, it's like, oh, well, you know, the baby was up. I, I missed my morning routine. Okay. So what did your sleep look like then? Oh, my sleep was a mess. Um, and then because obviously baby in the scenario, but like, what are you, you insert yours, right? Like what, what's your gym routine looking like? Oh, I met, I, you know, I missed because I, I couldn't do this and Johnny had this and that, and I procrastinated and I need to do a bunch of errands instead it all just comes back down. It seems so simple to us, right? Like what does my exercise and my morning routine have anything to do with my marriage? And it's like everything, <laughs> like, like everything, because we are not, we, we need fuel, right? Like we are not a robot that we just charge overnight and flick a switch and get up and go. But we like to think of ourselves as it, right? Like we're this invincible thing that can just take it all on. And this is what happens during the holidays, right? Especially during the holidays is like, now we have all this other stuff, which is fun. A lot of it is great, right? Parties and school activities and you know, what, like, what have you family, friends, gifts, presents, amazing food, all this stuff. Right. And then we find ourselves just not even recognizing like, okay, I have a lot of great coming this way, but that also means a lot more responsibility and things on my plate that I need to manage and navigate. And, and then we're like, it's okay. I'll just push through it. We'll just, we'll just get up earlier. We'll just stay up later. We'll just eat a million cookies. We'll just throw away our diets. And then we're going to wonder why we're, you know, crying in our closet on the ball uh, in a ball on, a, on the floor, you know, that never happened to me. <laughs> yes, it did. Uh, and we're like, why am I, you know, such a mess right now? It's like, because you guys, but we put ourselves through all this thinking we didn't need our our normal routine that charges us, that gives us life, that makes us good human beings. We disregard that. Right. And we're not built that way. We want to be built that way. Cause we don't necessarily want to do all of the other stuff. We want to be able to disregard that stuff and just be like, it's fine. Like I can live off of coffee. I don't need food. I don't even need sleep, but it's not true. Right. Because the crash always comes. So ladies, my point is and all of this, I hope you guys are, are getting, getting what I'm really saying here is you can't improve your marriage. You cannot make an actual change in your marriage by focusing on how the relationship has to change. Okay. There's, there's an awareness, but I'm pretty sure every single one of you is dead clear on what changes you want him to make. I want to challenge you to look at what changes you want to make in your life and how you respond. Um, one other thing here too, that I didn't want to miss out on was when it, when I talked about strength earlier on, 
when I talked about how I thought my communication and how I talked was my strength, because that was in my way of saying how I didn't put up with anything, right? Like people always looked at me as a very strong woman who wouldn't put up with any BS, especially for my husband. Right. Um, and the thing is, is I was, I still was, yeah, I'd mouth off for sure. Right. Um, and I, and I would defend myself right when I was hurt, but that wasn't changing anything because all that did was feed into more resentment and hurt between both of us. And so while I was telling myself, I was this tough, strong woman, I was actually really weak because all I could do if, if my ego was hurt, if he hurt my feelings in any way was fire back razor blades from my mouth, because that was my defense. And I looked at that as a strength because I wouldn't take any crap from anybody including my husband. You're never going to talk to me like this. And my head starts doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> For those of you listening and not watching, you know, the side, you got to bobble your head, put the finger up, heck to the no. Whenever that happens, it's, it's, it's not a good day for, for, for anybody, for anybody, no, nothing good is coming from that attitude. And it's not strength. It is not strength. It's the opposite of strength because strength is submission. got to drop that bomb on you. Strength is submission. And I really, I learned really, uh, early on that I was very bad at submitting to my husband. And I had a lot of excuses as to why I didn't need to, or I, or I shouldn't. Right. Um, but that is true strength. When you can be so confident in yourself, in God, in who you're supposed to be and who you are, and you can not hurt the other person as a result of your hurt, that strength, when you can stand there and not necessarily even think your husband is right, and you can still respect him in that moment. And you can say, you know what? It's if this is how strong you feel about this, you're the leader of our home and the leader of our family, then I'm going to respect that. And I'm going to let you take the lead on this. That's strength. That's what we're called to do as wives. We're not doormats. We're not, we're still here to be an active participant. That's very clear. Um, and part of that strength means if there is, if there is mistreatment from him, right. Part of that strength is, is taking action, not hurting back, not allowing it to persist and continue because that's just enabling, right. That's a, I want to make that distinction very clear. Because a lot, I, I talked to some women too, who are on the flip side of this, where they're more passive and they find themselves managing their husband's moods based off of the fear of what response they're going to get. They don't want to be hurt. They don't like when he's in a bad mood. So they find, they find, oh, is he, I need to manage this mood that he's in. He's not in a good mood. So I better do this, 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 and this, right. 
no, that's, that's not, that's not okay either. Cause that's codependent, right? You're basing your feelings, your actions, and your responses off of his feelings and his moods. You're not really even allowing him to have his own mood, right? You're determining your own mood based off of him. That's not what we're talking about here, right? That's not a healthy relationship either. So I want to make this distinction very clear because people have a very mixed up view of as what like submission actually means to your husband. And a lot of it even came from like the early religion, uh, patriarchal religion, um, because it was like, oh yeah, it was a way to, to justify how women were treated. And the truth is, is God finds us extremely valuable and we are a valuable member of our home. But when the final say is said, and you guys, you've said your piece, you've weighed in as his helper and advisor, and your husband doesn't agree. We are called to submit to that authority because that is submitting to God. And that's different. And it takes a lot of strength to do that because I've, I've done that. And I've watched, I've watched my husband come full circle. I've, I've prayed over it. I've said, I don't feel like this is right. I don't think he agrees. I don't know how to change his mind, but I'm, I'm going to give this to you, God, and I'm going to submit to him and we'll go, we'll go forward. And I have literally watched him come full circle by, by obeying what I am supposed to be doing here. I have watched him dig his heels in when I come at him and continuously tell him how wrong he is and tell him that I don't agree with his plan. That's not my part. That's not what I'm supposed to do. This is, I know this is going to tick off a lot of of people, but you know, it is what it is. This is (laughs) biblical. And this is how I live my life in my marriage. And this is a huge part of why my marriage thrives now is because at the end of the day, my husband comes to me more now for advice than he ever had before because he trusts me because he knows that above all else, I am here to help him. I am here to love him, support him. And at the end of the day, this final call is going to be his, and he wants to make sure it's in my best interest when there's two leaders fighting for that top, right? When you're too busy worrying about yourself and not trusting your husband to make the best decision, you send the message that he's incapable of leadership. And then you want to get on the phone with me and you want to say, my husband's not a leader. I want him to, I want him to lead. I want him to be the spiritual leader in my home. And he's not taking that, that position. And then I, I stop and I say, well, like, are you the one leading? And it's like, yeah, well, why? Well, I don't really trust him with the money or I don't trust him with this, or he doesn't really know this or take care of this. And it's like, because you've been doing all of those things and just taking them all on. Right. And this is, this is the, this is the thing. If, if ladies, if you're looking at yourself in this marriage, if the, that's, that's a perfect example right there of what we're talking about, right? The complaint is he's not leading the way I want him to, but what is it saying? What are, what are you learning about yourself in that? There's two parts. He may not be, he, he may not be leading the way he should be as a husband in your marriage, but, but what is your part in that? You don't have to take on the full responsibility for his lack of leadership, but pay attention to what message you're sending to him. Are you consistently telling him 
that he's not capable of that leadership in your home and you don't trust him to do that. Because if you are, that's the message he's getting. He's not going to step up to that plate. You won't, you don't have any room there. You're standing over it, right? You're consistently telling him that he's not doing things right or to your standards, or he's incapable of making those decisions and you're taking them over and taking them on. He's not going to fight you for that forever. And a lot of men just say, fine, like you want to lead, you want to criticize me for all the decisions I make, go ahead. And that's, and that is a huge dynamic I see over and over again. Um, that was a dynamic again in my own home. Um, that was a dynamic in uh, many of the homes that I work with because, you know, as, as women today, we, we can, we can do anything. We're, I mean, we're awesome. And so are they. The thing is, is we got to figure out how to notice one another's differences and honor and respect them versus making one better than the other. Right. So at the, at the end of all of this, guys, I really just, I hope that this was uh, impactful. I hope that you learned a lot about yourself in this process. And I want to challenge you guys all like whatever you came up with was my, like the aha moment, right. Of like, oh, yep that's us. Yep. That's, that's totally me. If you had one of those moments, I want you to write down one small thing, small thing, not five things you can do different. You can make that list too, but I want you to start with just one thing. And I want you to get really good at doing that one thing. Remember our brains don't respond to don't. So don't tell yourself to stop something, right? If you're, if your answer here is like, I'll give you an example. So you can move forward with this practically. If your answer is like, I have to stop, um, speaking rudely to my husband, right? So your, your brain doesn't process that stop part. It's I've used this analogy quite a bit, but it's very important. If you're wanting to actually make a change for yourself, uh, you can't like stop thinking about donuts your brain immediately brings up a picture of a donut, right? So this is just how this works. So make sure that you are putting forth an actionable step for yourself to take. That's going to make it so that you stop talking really to your husband. What does that mean? It means maybe paying attention, making an actual intentional effort to speak kindly to him. What does that look like? Maybe it's setting an alarm to remind yourself to send him a text that says that tells him you're appreciative of something specific he did that you do love him for that you want him to continue so feeding into him positively in the ways he is leading in your home loving you being a good dad whatever the case is and you want him to do more of that maybe it looks like that i mean something very small but intentional and ladies just doing that repeatedly consistently guys consistently. This isn't like a, Oh, I told him that I appreciated him and he didn't really respond. He didn't even think seem to care. So I just don't think that's going to make a difference. No, <laughs> no, you have to keep doing it because that is what's going to make the difference, right? Like these patterns of behavior go two ways and you're both used to them. So when you come up with just one thing that you've changed, he's kind of thrown off too. Like, okay, what does that even mean? I've seen that happen a lot. So I want to encourage you guys. This is not an effort to get you the result you want. Ladies, this is bringing it on back to selfless. This action step that I'm challenging you in is to help you be the better person 
the better wife woman that you want to be every day, regardless of the response you get from him. If it is in fact a better way to live, treat him. And it is in fact in line with God's purpose for your life. Then it's not a matter of his response. You're doing this because it's what you want to do in your life. It's who you want to be in your life. Okay. So that's a very clear part. Um, because it's very frustrating when you put forth these actions and you don't get the response you want, and he doesn't make those changes you hoped you would, or he would, that gets very discouraging. And then you find yourself back on that resentment pattern, right? See, I tried this and it didn't work. He didn't even change. Nothing changed. It needs to be for you or it's not going to matter. And it's not going to make a real change in your life or your marriage. And see, here's the cool thing. Once you've mastered this thing, once you're doing this and it becomes second nature to you and you've built that into your routine and all of a sudden you start to notice, oh my gosh, this is just great. This is just who I want to be anyways. What's next for me on my list? How else can I improve? And you add that one little thing. And then day by day, all of a sudden you get to the end of the year and you look back and you go, wow, look at where we started. Now look at where I am, right? Little by little consistent actions. That is my process with women all day long. That is what I strive to do every single day of my life. So it's not a matter of changing your entire self overnight, doing all the things. No, like that's not realistic. That's not what, that's not how we work. Our, our brains resist that. That's why it's very easy to get on a, a, a well-intended diet, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to get healthy. And so that means I'm going to go to the nutritionist and I'm going to, I'm going to hire a trainer and I'm going to meal plan and prep. And, and then I'm also going to go on, I'm going to cut out dairy and I'm going to cut out gluten. And I'm going to, I'm going to do all the things just hardcore, like going to go for it. And that lasts like what, two weeks. <laughs> Cause it's, it's not sustainable. Like you're taking yourself from zero to like a hundred and if you would just focus on that 1% improvement every single day, you would be climbing consistently. That's what we need to focus on. And that's what will make actual transformation in your marriage, not just little shifts, actual transformation, long-term change that is sustainable, that truly changes things changes things. You get that. <laughs> All right, ladies. Uh, I hope this was valuable for you guys. Uh, it's, it's incredible lessons that I have been able to learn about myself in my own marriage and things that I myself practice each and every day. And I help my clients to do too. So, um, if you ever have any questions for me directly, if you want to know what working with me one-on-one -on -one or in the badass wives club, that's my, my group coaching program. That's going to launch here at the end of January. I do have a few one-on-one -on -one spots available. Um, please feel free to reach out to me. I offer free consultation calls for all of my group members and one-on-one -on -one because, um, it's very important that everyone in the group and works with me is coachable, teachable, open-minded, and ready to take massive action right now. So if that is something that you're like, okay, what would that even look like? Find me in the DMS. Um, that's where I'm at. You can feel free to set yourself up an appointment 
And then also this group, feel free to post your question. You guys want accountability just within this, this very group, post your aha moments from this very live in here. Hey, this is what I'm working on. Ladies. What are you guys working on? This group right here can be the very tool you want to have and use for yourself. That's why I created it. Feel free to do that. Right. Encourage other people with the progress you're making and working on yourself with right here in this group. It's not just here for me to post ladies. It's for you too. So feel free to, and those of you listening on the podcast, um, this is the group I'm talking about is marriage empowered. And you can find that on Facebook. You can find some, um, content. I'm not as uh, heavily active or post as much is in, uh, Instagram at marriage empowered. So, all right, guys, you have a fantastic rest of your week. I love you. I will see you soon. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage, and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie May Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. And all this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day and I hope to see you back here soon.